Welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new, this is your first time listening. I'm your host, Johanna. Did you guys peep the new intro? (laughs) I finally found one that I liked. It took me a long time to find one. Um, A couple episodes back, I was talking about like how I didn't have an intro and I was looking for like new music to add in and I finally found one that I really liked. Um, I listened to my first episode a couple days ago and I just like cringed listening to it, but it's fine. I wasn't a fan of the music and like my intro kind of sounded a little cheesy Um, (laughs) and the quality was really bad, but we're slowly but surely getting better. We're always improving. I feel like every episode that I put out is better than the last and that's all that matters, but um. Yeah, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I'm sorry I had to take a week off because I was very sick and I lost my voice. Like, I couldn't even talk. So I I had this episode drafted out, but I just, like, couldn't record it and put it out. But I'm finally better. I'm feeling great and I can't wait to be back. But I hope you guys all had great food and had a good time with your families and also enjoyed your time off of work or school. I know I most certainly did. Um, It was a much needed break. I was starting to feel like a little burnt out because I just have so many things going on in my personal life between like college, work, running my social media accounts, and just errands in general. Um, This is such a busy time of year. So I was just really happy that I finally got time off of work and was able to just like relax for once and spend time with family that I haven't seen in a while. So I hope you all enjoyed that time off as well. But now I'm fully in Christmas mode. I have been since the day after Halloween, but we finally put all of our decor up around the house and have most of my Christmas shopping done. But yeah, this is my favorite time of year. I love Christmas and New Year's. And even though I was just on Thanksgiving break, I can't wait to be on winter break because I'm off for like an entire month and a half. And I have finals coming up this week and next week and a bunch of like big writing assignments that I have to do. And I'm definitely stressing if I'm being honest. So I wanted to wish good luck to any of you that are in college and have big exams coming up. I know it can be really stressful, but just remember that it's important to have balance and take time for yourself and also understand that grades do not define you. This is your reminder that your grades do not determine your self-worth and success, but that's pretty much it for today. But now we're going to get into our weekly favorite. If you're new to the podcast and this is your first time listening, in the beginning of each episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So currently, I'm really into doing workouts at home. Don't get me wrong. I love going to the gym, but not in the winter. I like despise going to the gym in the winter. (laughs) And if I'm being honest, I don't like doing a workout and getting all sweaty and then having to go out to my car in the freezing cold afterwards. And I know you could easily fix that problem by like showering at the gym and changing at the gym. But I'm not that kind of person that does that. I like to just get in, do my workout and go home. And I would much rather change and shower at home. 
I'm not a huge fan of using public showers and I don't want to be in there for like an extra hour and a half blow drying my hair and doing all that. Um, I also feel like way less motivated to go when it's dark outside and really cold because I just want to stay in the comfort of my own home in the heat and I do not want to have to go outside and wipe the snow off my car and wait for it to defrost. I'm just lazy if you guys haven't picked up on that. But <laughs> in the winter, that's when I start to do like at home workouts. And I literally just pull them up on YouTube. They have so many options on there that you can choose from. And they have options for no equipment as well, which is really nice. So if you don't have any weights or equipment at your house, you can still get a workout in and it's literally free. So I wanted to put you guys on um, I've gotten really into Pilates, Move with Nicole is one of my favorite channels, and I also started watching Pilates Body Raven as well on YouTube, and if you watched season three of Love is Blind, that is Raven from the show. She has her own channel on YouTube, and I like watching her, um, but I will definitely link all of my favorite channels in the show notes for you guys. I just thought this was good to mention now that it's December. I think it's really important to move your body every day, especially in the winter if you struggle with like seasonal depression or if you can't afford a gym membership or equipment. I know this is a really expensive time of year. Um, but yeah, YouTube is always an amazing option and it's literally free. And this is also for the girls who are starting their New Year's resolutions soon. But that's all I have for the weekly favorites. All right, so moving on to our topic today, I'm going to be talking about fear, scarcity mindset, and how this is affecting you and your goals. I'm also going to be talking about the 10 types of fear that most people face and how you can work through them and change your mindset. You guys actually voted for this topic today, so if you're new and you're listening to this episode on Spotify, be sure to scroll down underneath and vote for which episode you would like to hear next. I love hearing your feedback, and I obviously want to make episodes based on what you guys would like to hear, not just what I want to talk about. So make sure to do that if you listen to my podcast on the regular, and turn on the notification bell so that you guys know exactly when I upload. Um, and I will have my other social media link down below as well if you guys want to follow me on there. But that's pretty much it. I wanted to start off by saying that I'm obviously not an expert before I get all into it. If you're struggling with extreme anxiety and fear, I would definitely recommend seeing a professional. These are just some of the tips that I have used myself and might also work for you. But we're going to get into it. But I used to be a very fearful person myself and I would live in a scarcity mindset. I'll get more into scarcity mindset in a little bit, but this held me back from pursuing the things that I actually wanted to do, such as this podcast. I remember when I was in high school, I always wanted to do social media. It's always been one of my biggest hobbies. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to do YouTube and post vlogs of what I was doing. Um, I've probably watched every beauty guru you could think of. I probably watched all of their videos religiously like multiple times. I was a Bethany Moda stan. I loved Nikki and Gabby, Crazy Ray Ray, My Life as Ava. I still follow Saray Jones on Instagram and keep up with her because I'm like obsessed with her. <laughs> but I've always thought to myself like how cool would that be to literally get paid to make videos of like you traveling and like you doing your hair and makeup and like 
you going to Target and buying cute decor for your house. Like that literally sounds like a dream to me. That sounds so fun. And I've always loved watching what other people were doing. And I've always wanted to do that myself. Um, and then when I was in middle school, Instagram became a thing and I posted on there a little bit, but like everyone posts on Instagram. I didn't feel like I was like putting myself out there. And then TikTok became a thing when I was in high school and I wanted to post videos on there as well, like little vlogs of what I was doing. But I was just absolutely terrified of my classmates finding my social media and making fun of me. Like I was so scared to put myself out there on the internet because I was worried about other people's opinions. And looking back on that now that I've graduated and I never see those people anymore, I regret not starting sooner. And I've heard a lot of other influencers say that. I wouldn't consider myself an influencer. But a lot of them have said that like they put off starting their social media for so long because they were scared of the kids in their high school like making fun of them and things like that. Like those people have no involvement in my life and my success. So I always think to myself, why did I care so much about what these people were saying about me? Even though they weren't saying anything, it was just all in my head. Like I was never bullied or anything like that. I just had an irrational fear that if I did post on YouTube, people were going to send it to one another and make fun of me. And this held me back for so long from pursuing the things that I actually wanted to do. And it was something that was always in the back of my mind and bothered me. Like I would just constantly think another year went by and you're still doing the same thing, not chasing your goals, all because you're scared of what the other kids in your school are going to say about you. And there were other people in my school that were brave enough to put themselves out there on the internet. And I genuinely looked up to them like I aspired to be them. So that made me think like if they can do it, why can't I? So if you can relate to anything that I'm saying right now, then this episode is perfect for you. And after I graduated high school, that was when I finally realized that other people's opinions don't matter, whether it's your classmates, your friends, your family, your coworkers, their negative words almost always have nothing to do with you. It's almost always a reflection of themselves. So for example, if somebody body shames you, it's most likely because they're insecure themselves and they're projecting that onto you to bring you down to their level. Or if a family member talks down to you about your dreams and they say, that will never work or be realistic, they most likely failed at their goals or they didn't try at all. And now they're projecting that mindset onto you. And a quote that I heard a long time ago that has always stuck with me is, don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. I'm sure all of us have had someone in our lives say something negative towards us, but think of something that someone said to you that really hurt you and think to yourself, do I look up to this person? Do I want to be like this person? Would I take advice from this person? If the answer is no, then don't let it affect you. Don't let it affect you in general, but especially not if you wouldn't take advice from this person anyways. You have to remind yourself that this is your life. You are in control. Your life is not your parents' lives, your friends' lives, your siblings' lives. So why are you living to please other people? Do whatever you want and you're passionate about. And who cares if nobody agrees with you, nobody understands you or supports you. So take any type of discouragement and use that as motivation. Don't let other people who are below you and small-minded get in the way of your goals. 
literally just have tunnel vision and block them out and grind and hustle as hard as you can. So before I start talking about the 10 types of fear, I'm going to talk about scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset and why this is literally a game changer. So scarcity mindset and fear are actually interwoven. I'm going to read the definition of scarcity mindset so that you guys understand if you've never heard of it before for anyone who's new. Um, but scarcity mindset is, quotes, when you obsess over what you lack, whether it's time, money, or something else. Scarcity orients the mind automatically and powerfully towards unfulfilled needs. And obviously, this can definitely make it more difficult to reach your goals. Um, now I'm going to read the definition of abundance mindset. And I'm reading this off of Google, by the way. <laughs> abundance mindset is believed to favor personal growth and spiritual growth. This mentality craves learning and expanding. So you can probably see the big difference between the two. If you're in a scarcity mentality, you are in a state of lack and you're always searching for the negative in a situation. Whereas if you have an abundance mindset, you're thinking positively and you believe that you can do anything that you desire or you already have it. And the difference between where I was when I was in a scarcity mindset and where I am now that I'm operating in an abundance mindset is crazy. When I was in high school in a scarcity mindset telling myself, my social media is going to flop. Nobody's going to listen to my podcast. I'm not going to gain an audience. Everyone in my school is going to make fun of me. Where do you think that got me? Absolutely nowhere. I spent my entire four years of high school doing nothing, not pursuing my goals. I was literally manifesting all of the negative things that I was telling myself. And I feel like people don't understand how powerful your mindset is. Like mindset can truly make or break you. For example, losing weight. It's honestly pretty easy when you think about it. All you need to do is be in a calorie deficit and work out sometimes. It's the mindset that is the hard part. If you have the right mindset and you're mentally strong enough to discipline yourself and stick to your healthy habits and not feed into temptations and binge during cravings, it's possible. If you truly believe that you can achieve something and you stick to it, you will. Now that I'm operating in an abundance mindset and I truly believe that I can achieve anything I want, I have checked off so many of my goals and I'm continuing to do bigger and better things. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that so that it's motivation for you guys and I know you guys can do this as well. So my recommendation, if you're listening to this and you can relate to what I'm saying and you feel like you're also operating in a scarcity mindset and you feel like this is holding you back from your goals and you want to start operating in an abundance mindset and working towards your goals, I would strongly recommend listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. I'm obsessed with The Wizard Liz. Read books about manifestation and listen to affirmations. There are a couple YouTube channels that do that. I also listen to a couple podcasts with affirmations. But you have no idea how much of a game changer this is when it comes to your mindset. This is something that I've also done and it has truly helped me so much. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about like scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. Now I'm going to get into the 10 types of fear and how you can kind of work around those. So the first type of fear that people experience is change. A lot of people are used to following the same routine, 
being in the same environment and doing the same things and change can be intimidating. I honestly cannot really relate to this one. I'm on the complete opposite side of the spectrum where I love change and I get really bored of having the same routine and doing the same things. But I completely understand how people feel this way, if that makes sense, because a routine usually has stability and change can sometimes take that comfort away. But let's say you're working a nine to five that you don't necessarily love. It's unfulfilling and you want to start your own business, but you're terrified of leaving your job, losing your benefits, failing at your business, etc. This is where that scarcity mindset comes into play. If you're telling yourself all of those negative things and you believe them subconsciously, you are going to manifest them. You're already failing yourself by telling yourself those things. Instead of focusing on the negative, think of the positive in this situation. Tell yourself, I'm going to do something with purpose that I love every day and look forward to. This new job is going to fulfill me. This is a new chapter in my life and a new beginning. And see where that gets you. I feel like closing one door always opens a new one and you cannot progress in life without change. Change is necessary in order to grow. So whatever the situation is, it doesn't have to be a job. Think about the new opportunities that you will have once you let go of what you've been holding on to for so long. Life doesn't always have to be negative. So try to think of the positive that will come out of the situation that you're facing. So the second type of fear is loneliness. And this is one that I've experienced myself and came to terms with recently. If you don't know me personally, I'm extremely extroverted. I love hanging out with new people, going to new places, going on adventures. And I used to have a really big fear of missing out or FOMO as most people call it. I felt the need to go out literally every single weekend. I would have plans every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then during the week, I had school and work on top of that. And I realized that I was never taking any time for myself. All of my time was dedicated towards other people. And I really wanted to do social media, like I said. I wanted to start this podcast. And I wanted to start my clothing website. And I also wanted to go on a fitness journey and start focusing on my health. And I realized that that would not be possible if I was going out every single weekend. And I realized that the people I was hanging out with during that time period in my circle were not really benefiting me. A lot of those people only wanted to party and do things like that. And I felt like they were not really progressing and doing anything with their lives. Not to be mean. Um, I don't want to hate on anyone who parties often. But I wanted my circle to be people who inspired me and uplifted me to do bigger things and I felt like the people I was around were doing the opposite and I had to learn that in order to grow I needed to learn how to be by myself be independent and work hard because not everyone is going to want to do the same things as you not everyone is going to be on the same level as you and want the same things out of life as you and for anyone who's listening to this and feels like they need to go to the club every weekend or go to parties every weekend it's okay to sit out once in a while and stay home. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's fine to spend time with just yourself. And it took me a while to come to terms with that. And now I love being by myself and working on myself because I know it'll pay off. If you focus and grind, see how far you get one year from now, five years from now, 
The club will literally always be there. The parties will always be there. And if your friends are making you feel bad about not wanting to party, then they aren't your friends. You should have friends that want to do things other than partying all the time. I'm not going to go super into detail about this. I feel like I can make an entire episode on this topic. But yeah, this is your reminder that it's okay to be alone sometimes and take time for yourself in order to grow. So the third type of fear is failure. This is one of the most common types, I feel like, but you have to realize that you are not failing unless you don't try at all and you completely give up on yourself. I think failure is so important. Everyone fails at one point in life, but if you just succeeded at everything so easily, it wouldn't really feel that fulfilling or great, right? If you could just do anything at the snap of your finger. When you understand what it feels like to be knocked down and lose at something, that makes success feel so much better because you know that that hard work paid off. The real winners in life are the people that fail at something and choose to get up again and use that as motivation. Think of Thomas Edison, for example. That guy is literally the prime example of resilience. If you didn't know, here's your history lesson for today. He created the light bulb and he failed several thousands of times trying to do that before he finally got it and you know most uh, most other people would have quit you know most other people would not have tried 10,000 times to do something like that but that's where that famous quote I've not failed I've found 10,000 ways that won't work came from so failure is inevitable it's just up to you whether you choose to use it as motivation or an excuse to quit it's not for the weak So the fourth type of fear is rejection. And all I have to say to this one is rejection is redirection. If you didn't get the job interview you really wanted, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't take it personally. Take it as it wasn't meant for me. This is redirecting me. What if you were five no's away from what you wanted? This could be your dream job, the love of your life, a sale you're making, a business you're starting. I'm a firm believer in the butterfly effect, and I think that everything in your life happens for a reason. One small minor change in your life could make a huge difference for your future. You might not get the job because you're destined for something greater. It's a blessing in disguise. You never know if you never try. You miss all the shots you don't take. And if you do get rejected, don't immediately resort to questioning your ability, your talents, your worth. Just move on to the next. I feel like it really isn't that deep if you think about it. You're not always going to be everyone's type. You're not always going to be everyone's friend. You're not always going to be fit for a position. It's not the end of the world if you don't think of it that way and if you don't let it be that way. The fifth type of fear is uncertainty. And this can be really scary for some people. But I think uncertainty is a beautiful thing. No one knows exactly where they're going to end up in life. No one knows exactly who they're going to marry, what they're going to be when they grow up, how many kids they're going to have, what kind of house they'll have. No one knows. And I used to dread that. Like I would spend so much time stressing about my future, especially in high school when I was graduating and about to go to college. I hated the unknown. I wanted to have everything figured out. And guess what happened? I went with the flow and eventually figured it out. And I wish I could go back in time and tell my younger self that everything is going to be fine and you're going to figure it out. How many of you listening to this have spent time 
stressing and crying over something and a month later it was no big deal and you figured it out and you think to yourself like why was I so worked up about that I used to be just like that and then I had to remind myself that if it won't matter in five years to not spend more than five minutes stressing about it you have to learn that you will not have control over every situation in your life Life is hard and unexpected things will be thrown your way, but you always figure it out and get through it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you can push through anything. So our sixth type of fear is something bad happening. The scarcity mindset also plays a factor in this one as well. If you're always assuming the worst and searching for negativity in every situation, you will find it, I promise. Like I said before, if you keep telling yourself you're going to fail and something bad is going to come out of a situation, you will manifest that. It's easy to spot reasons to be sad when you're always thinking about being sad. It's easy to spot an opportunity when you're always thinking of an opportunity. Your mind is your greatest tool or your greatest enemy. You need to decide how you choose to think and perceive situations. In terms of success, you can't always be thinking about what's going to go wrong or how you're going to fail. Think about what can go right. If you want to start a YouTube channel, don't think about your page failing or no one watching your videos. Think about how successful it can be. Think about how many opportunities you will get from starting it. Think about how life-changing it can be. Think positively. The seventh type of fear is getting hurt. Unfortunately, getting hurt is part of life, similar to failure. Not all of these need to be career-related, but if you're searching for love but you're scared of getting hurt and you don't try again, you're never going to find it. Love didn't hurt you. Someone that didn't know how to love you did. Don't let other people's actions completely ruin the way you view certain situations. And at the end of the day, you deserve love. You deserve the career. You deserve anything you desire. And if you've been hurt in the past, I would recommend going to therapy and healing yourself. If someone has hurt you in the past, don't try to get revenge. Don't spend all of your energy hating that person. Spend time with yourself. Spend time healing yourself and bettering yourself. Certain people and situations come in your life as lessons. And unfortunately, you have to learn from those things and move on. You can't spend your entire life being sad and depressed and hating someone and repeating their toxic ways. You have to learn how to be better and do better. The eighth type of fear is being judged. I touched on this one a little bit before, so I'll keep this one pretty brief, but you cannot spend your entire life living for other people. Like, doesn't that sound so miserable to you? You cannot and will not please everyone in your life. Not everyone is going to agree with what you're doing. Not everyone is going to support what you're doing, but they don't matter. You know why? Because it's your life, not theirs. You can do whatever you want. If you want to be an artist, but your parents think it's dumb, okay, then that's on them. That's their opinion and their problem, not yours. If trolls on the internet are commenting on your videos saying they don't like what you're posting, then block them. Just cut the negativity out and surround yourself with people that do support you and aren't small-minded. People's opinions of you have nothing to do with you. That's not your business. You need to know yourself and who you are as a person. And once you have enough confidence and self-esteem, all of that need for outside validation just goes away. The ninth type of fear is inadequacy. 
This stems from very low self-esteem. If you struggle with low self-esteem, then I would recommend going to therapy and getting some professional help. Or if you can't afford therapy, then I would strongly recommend listening to YouTube videos about self-esteem, listening to podcasts, reading as many self-improvement books as you can. But self-esteem and confidence is so much more important than you think. It can apply in any situation in life. If you have low self-esteem and you think very poorly of yourself, you are going to attract very bad things, very bad people, and very bad energy into your life. When you are self-confident, you know that you deserve better when it comes to relationships, jobs, friends, etc. If you genuinely think that you aren't good enough for that job you want, you aren't going to get it. If you think that you aren't good enough to be loved and be in a relationship, then you aren't going to get it. You are not inferior to anyone else. We're all equal. And I cannot stress enough how important it is to have that self-confidence and believe in yourself. You will attract better in your life if you do. And the 10th and final type of fear, we're on our last one, is loss of freedom. This kind of ties in with fear of change. I feel like they go hand in hand. But you have to understand that it doesn't always count as a loss, if that makes sense. If you want to start a business and you're scared of losing your freedom of hanging out with your friends on the weekends, is it really a loss then? If it's successful and your hard work pays off? You investing time into yourself isn't losing your freedom in my opinion. Work hard now so that you can play later. If it's something you really want and are really passionate about, sacrificing some things isn't always a loss in the long run. It's about how you view things and how badly you want whatever it is that you're chasing. But that's going to be it for today's episode. I really hope this advice was helpful and I would love it if you could share this episode with a friend who you think might need to hear this advice. But thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast if you listened all the way through. I know this was a little bit of a longer one. Um, but I would love it if you guys would leave a rating. I love hearing your feedback. And also don't forget to vote down below on what you would like to hear in next week's episode, what you want the topic to be about. I love making episodes based on what you guys want to hear, not just what I want to talk about. Um, and if you could also leave a rating and follow this podcast and turn on the notification bell, I would love that as well. I will have all of my other social media linked down in the show notes for you guys as well. But thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Bye.